Yep. Come on. Yep. Welcome to the Everyman Upland Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Baker. I am joined in the studio today by Caleb Norman. How's it going? And Henry Norman. Good to be here. And on the road, all of our guests seem to be on the road this, these days traveling, is Mr. Craig Bangert. What's up, man? How's it going? It's going good. How, how are you doing on the road there? Oh, dodging deer on a two-lane, putting the brights on and off. People are driving by. There's construction in the middle of nowhere for no reason. And, and uh, just trying to get home. Not frustrated at all, I can tell. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm always a happy guy. I'm just tired. You are. You are always a happy guy. All right. Unless, and we'll, oh, I know a situation that's not going to make you happy that we're definitely going to talk about in this episode. But first of all, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Quail Ridge in Northern Park, Georgia. Go to quailridgeplantation.com and uh you can book your hunt uh quail ridge plantation <laughs> is a shooting preserve they've been uh in business for 50 this is their 52nd season and we're going to talk a little bit more about quail ridge later on in the podcast uh go ahead and laugh let it out boys that was an <laughs> awkward intro but if you've been a fan of the show for a while it's okay. Um, all right. So, Craig. Yes, sir. Quail Camp 2021. Looking back, you get one word to describe it. What would you say? Uh, okay. One word? Just <laughs> one word? Yeah, just one word. We're going to describe it in like a thousand words in detail, but just just Um, give it a preview. The best. The best. Okay, we'll take it. And that's the podcast. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. (laughs) All right. Um, So if you've been following along on Instagram, you have definitely seen that we have been posting a lot about Quail Camp. More pictures to come because we actually uh, were followed around by a camera. Um, that's not something we're exactly used to, but, uh, Miss Aubrey, uh, followed us around and she was kind of introduced to bird hunting this weekend, but let's get to how the week kicked off for me. It kicked off Thursday afternoon, did a day of guiding or half day Thursday, full day of guiding Friday. It was hot. My dogs got worn out and then Craig came down Friday night along with the one and only Shane Drake. And we went out to River Creek on a quota hunt that Craig thoughtfully applied for. So, Craig, what what was the thought process? Why did you choose River Creek as one of your quota draws? Uh, River Creek used to be open, oh, every day, I think. Every day it was open during quail season for hunting to anybody that wanted to come down and put the miles in. Uh, fill out a card and, and tell people what you saw or tell the DNR what you saw. This year they moved to a quota system where it's, I think it's eight uh, Saturdays, six or eight Saturdays that they have quotas on the property. And um, 
it's actually going to be, it's open Wednesdays, uh, well, six or eight Wednesdays, where anybody can go. It's and general hunt, days, hunt yeah. Property. Yeah, general days. Um, the quota, I, I chose, you know, when quota hunting, you choose kind of three areas, your top three choices, one, two, and three. And I don't remember if River Creek was my top, it might have been my top area chosen, because we obviously had been to this location uh, previously when it was open mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it would be a good idea going to a place or, or having a quota hunt to a place that uh, I know my way around a little bit, uh, even though we uh, found some areas that I hadn't been before and nobody had been before, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but that was my thought process was, hey, we've been here before. If we get it, cool. If we don't, maybe we'll get another place. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see the data and how many people applied. We can get to that later on uh, people applying. Oh, we can to get to it hunt. now because that's what really – that you said you're a pretty <laughs> happy guy until you learned that – Two people who won this opening day draw, Thomasville, Georgia, quota hunt, just didn't show up. There were yeah, supposed to be two yeah. other parties. It's a three. The quota hunt on this property is a, it's, like, it's not a small property, but they only allow three groups. And so three people will, you know, quote unquote, win the draw. Um, and those. Per person, you can invite two guests with you, so you're not out there hunting quail by yourself. Because you know that's not going to be fun. It is fun, but it's not as fun as having some friends out with you. But uh, yeah, nobody else showed up. Nobody filled out their cards. There's no other cards in the box. We never saw anybody hunting, and uh, it's pretty disappointing. Who wins a quota hunt and doesn't show up? Apparently, more people than do show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just weird. Craig, could you uh, yeah. could you answer that question? Yeah, what kind well, of quail quota hunt? Earlier in the year, I may have won a quota hunt and not shown up, um, but this was for dove at a location where a lot of people hunt and the quota hunt and not in the quota hunt and. When I applied, I figured I could bring people with me, like the quail hunt, but I cannot. And uh, so I would have to have done that by myself. And this is not going to be any fun. But I don't think me skipping out on that quota hunt is as significant as not a quail quota hunt. It is not. I don't know yeah, who you like, are out there applying for quail quota hunts and <laughs> just not showed up. But apparently there's two of you at least. <laughs> I'm very disappointed in you both. Um you get the official Everman Upland nod of disapproval. Yeah, no, <laughs> the head shake of shame. <laughs> um, anyway, so y'all don't have to go through a briar patch chapless. <laughs> so, uh, so how did the uh, the quota hunt go, Sam? I thought it went well. Um, we so we got an early start, um, which was cool because we that's where river creek was kind of significant to us because that's where we all met me and henry met shane and craig and Darrell there and that's kind of where this whole like this group of friends started there so that was cool but 
Um, so we had been there before, so we kind of had a plan of attack, and it just kind of starts, like most hunts start, you're looking for food sources and habitat, and yeah, that's it. it started off kind of wet. Everything was uh, soaking wet with dew, and we busted through a couple of uh, real thick uh, parts of the property, we moved a couple of times, uh, saw some bird. Well, let's we'll get to the bird stuff. So we, we moved. <clears throat> we kind of knew generally where a covey might be. And we had two, at this point, we had two real young dogs on the ground. So my Lumi and Craig's Poppy. And then we had Cy on the ground, which was uh, the by far the biggest hunting dog uh, we had there and the most experienced. How old is Cy, Craig? Uh, Cy is, I think he's about to turn nine or either just turn nine. Yeah. And you can see uh, Cy actually on the, uh, what's that called? Meal, uh, the meat eater YouTube thing. Wild and whole, wild and whole source. Yeah, wild and whole source. If you go to YouTube and you do the wild and whole source, the episode with Darrell Smith, and I forgot the chef's name. Craig, you probably know. uh, Yeah, Kevin Gillespie was the chef there. Yeah, and so uh, Cy has a couple of little little cameos in that. that episode, as does uh, a very special dog to Craig, because it kind of brought a little mist to my eye to see old uh, old Hampton. Yeah, Hampton. Yeah. yeah, he was he was running that day, and and uh, one of his last one of his last hunts was that day. Man, and so um, you can check out uh, Craig's dog Hampton and and Cy on on that show but anyway so Cy is out front and I think Shane was like he stopped up there and then there's some we'll let Craig give his version of what happened and then I'll give my version of what happened but we didn't quite make it down to the covey so what do you think happened Craig why didn't we make we saw a flush why did why what didn't we make it down there the problem with hunting with friends is you gotta talk with friends. And we're just chit- <laughs> we're just we're just chit chatting, walking along. Uh, like like Sam said, we had two very young dogs out there as well. Um, Lumi is seven months, eight months. Oh no, he's almost eleven. He's eleven months. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I get confused because he's so small. He um, is tiny. Yeah. Yeah, and Poppy's just over a year, year and a couple months, and uh, and Cy was out there, and, and when Shane said Cy stops, you know, we go, we're, we're starting to pick up the pace a little bit. Um, we, I never saw where Cy was down at the edge, um, at that edge, uh-huh. um, but I did, I did see Lumi and Poppy running where Cy in his general location. Um, I don't think, I couldn't tell you if 
it was their fault for flushing the bird. They looked to me like they were too far left of where I would have been. Go ahead and say it, Craig. You think it was my big mouth that flushed them. Go ahead and, and say it. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what you said, but it was loud. It was loud. Yeah. And, you know, they could have flushed from 120 yards. I don't know. I'm I mean, going to throw my dog under the bus. I think it was Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> the report I got was Sam's mouth. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, hope- we were we were a solid. We were over 100 yards from them. Um, so, it, Sam, I don't know if you're. I don't. I don't think it really was you. It, it was. It was the puppies. You don't have to back up and punt now. It's okay. <laughs> but it was, it was also it was also windy and leaves were falling. The leaf could have hit one of them. They you know set them off. You know? <laughs> that's a that's a good excuse. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I have to keep that one in my back pocket. Man, these leaves <laughs> falling all you know early season. Something they're totally not used to whatsoever. <laughs> so such a hair trigger thing. They are pretty hair trigger. I will say the. That covey was pretty big, but it's not the the biggest covey that I've seen on that place. Um, we all guessed about 15. Yep. Yeah. And that covey, and they kind of split <clears throat> into two different uh, escape covers. So then, instead of just, like, jumping right on, we were like, okay. So we didn't get to shoot at those. So, you know, they went into some real thick stuff. So we go back to the trucks. We hunt back to the trucks because we were a good ways away. And then we moved and found a nice shady oak tree overlooking a beautiful pond. And uh, had some ham sandwiches and put out chairs. And just took a long midday break because it started out pretty cool, but it it got warm uh, pretty quick. And so after the break... Man, we all got antsy. Uh, I think the plan was to break longer, take a nap, but that didn't happen because everybody was just ready to go. So we were like, let's go drive around the property, see if we can see anybody else. Uh, That plan quickly turned into, let's just go back and see if that cubby's uh, huntable again. So we put the experienced dogs out, put the puppies up, and... uh, went in there and as we were walking at edge i just happened to look down at my gps collar and saw that purdy was stopped and the arrow that we'd been having trouble with the a company's products who shall not be named <laughs> gps collars uh not being a hundred percent accurate as where our dogs were but this what this the arrow got us close enough to where we found purdy just locked down in a it was like a carpet of ferns and it was real thick in there and she held tight and she let us get in position and then craig what happened what happened you let that stevens 555 eat (laughs) eat stands for eat i let it it eat some air (laughs) eat Um, two shells (laughs) (laughs) yep um no birdie was locked Solid. She was there for at oh, least oh, two minutes. Oh, a long time. Yeah. Who knows yeah. how long she was there before I saw my GPS? I just was like, "Where's my dog?" <laughs> and check yeah. the GPS. Yeah. And 
yeah. he was there for a while, and it, it was in the. I mean, it was on. It wasn't even the edge. She was in the hardwood. Yeah, it was a hardwood bottom. Yeah. Yeah, in the way to the bottoms, like you said, in ferns. Um, so we came in. You're on the left, and I was in the middle. And Shane was over to our right, facing downhill, kind of you know where we would expect them to flush to uh, further into the thick stuff. <laughs> my thought. Sound and, effects. Oh, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> um, but which those birds? She went to those birds. What? They were 20 yards ahead of her? Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. And she's an experienced one and just stopped and waited. Um, but when we walked down in there, um, we, what did you do? You, you blew the whistle to uh, have her flush, right? Yeah, but the whistle flushed them. Okay. Because the they were under me. They were like at my feet when I blew the whistle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was lined you. up. Yeah. And then exploded in all directions. And we whiffed all the shots, and uh, I pulled the trigger of my sharp tail three times. Uh, As did I. Yeah, Shane, who's not here to defend himself, uh, couldn't find that second trigger on on his gun, which we discussed previous to uh, the afternoon hunt. He had switched guns. Couldn't find that second trigger. It happens. It happened to me a lot last year. That's why I went from a double to a single trigger. Um, yeah, but so we him hauled around there. We came back. Purdy got another find. So if you're keeping track at home, it's Cy got the big find. I mean, Cy found the covey that we were after. And then Purdy got the cleanup on that. And she came back and found two singles that... Uh, hadn't flush with the with the previous group and we were able to shoot one of those uh yeah successful trip and then we found some beautiful parts of that property that we had not been before uh there's a oh man can't describe it it was just so so nice well we wrapped up million that dollar hill. yeah million dollar hill if you find it let us know if you if you go to river creek and you think you found million dollar hill take a picture let us know ask us ask us is this it <laughs> and we will if it is we'll say yeah um so we explored a little around you know all all in all man i'd call it a successful day wouldn't you craig Oh, sorry. I think I might have broke up, but yes, it was a very successful day to me. <laughs> cool. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Then, uh, so from there, just to take you on the the journey of Quail Camp, we go back to Quail Ridge to uh, meet up with the rest of the crew. I had been hunting that morning also, but without a gun in my hands. Yeah. I was taking uh, some long-time guests. Um hunting for their last half day they had been there a half hole and this was their final hunt of the the trip we had a pretty fun productive time and then right after lunch i got a nap while they were still on their (laughs) wild bird hunt and uh i woke up just in time to go get some things together and meet um jace who was on the podcast last week talking about his uh northwoods trip 
That's right. Jace Brooks. Yes, and I think uh, Craig actually beat me there. So it was Craig and Jace when I showed up and had to find some keys because they had been locked in the main lodge. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I had, I had to break in. So I won't Ooh. tell you how. <laughs> oh, geez. I'm just, I'm good like that. Industry um, secrets. Yeah. <laughs> did and, you uh, make it there? What time did you get there? I think Caleb was the next to arrive yeah. with yeah, the I had cheese to board. Pick up the cheese board. Came oh in, yeah, came in super clutch. Yeah, I was stuck at work while everybody else was having fun that morning. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that cheese board since like lunchtime, so I appreciate it. <laughs> oh yeah, because oh, yeah. I mean Shane thoughtfully brought like good field food, like ham, like turkey sandwich, ham sandwich, fruit, yeah, cheese sticks, which yeah. were you know. Those came in clutch. Oh, yeah, Sunday. On Sunday, yeah. Um, apparently, this is a cheesy group. We like our <laughs> cheese because uh, we demolished that cheese board. Thanks to a, a chef friend of ours who uh, who prepared that for us. So this, so before you're like, whoa, I thought this was Everyman Upland. <laughs> this sounds kind of ritzy. Um, this start that Quail Camp started in. The conception of Quail Camp was like, okay, our our guys, Shane, Craig, uh, Jace, everybody, like, we were planning on, okay, we're going to hunt public land Saturday, opening day, and then we're going to camp, actually camp somewhere and hunt public land Sunday as well. Quail Camp. Well, then we found out we had guiding, you know, or Henry had guiding on Saturday, and I was guiding Thursday and Friday, and so it turned like, man, I don't know. <laughs> so it just turned out. I thought Henry thoughtfully invited us out to Quail Ridge. So yeah, we, well, I, I definitely wanted to get in on opening weekend. <laughs> it didn't look like Saturday was definitely not a possibility for me because if yeah. there's hunting going on at Quail Ridge, I'm I'm usually the one Doing taking it. folks. <laughs> So I was just trying to come up with an idea of how we could all get together sometime that weekend. And, you know, Quail Ridge is 3,000 acres of uh, quail woods, so I figured why don't we... Uh, Beautiful quail woods. Oh, yeah. Like habitat. The epitome. Well, let, yeah. Uh, Craig, what do you it, think? Yeah, let's was, let's get into that. So, okay, so we had a night. Henry thoughtfully invited us out. So I was like, okay, Henry's taking care of the accommodations. I'm going to line up food for us. So I said, if we're going all out, we're going all out. So we got some good food in, just had a good night around the fire, uh, good conversation to, uh, our my wife and Caleb's wife and Craig's wife, Craig's wife, Shane's, uh, Shane's significant other significant at the time, other, yeah. <laughs> girlfriend. Um, they came out, we had a fantastic, you know, fire pit going on and it's just a really good time. Yeah. That That was almost to me almost not quite <laughs> as good as the hunting yeah, but it was fine yeah we woke up next morning had breakfast got into the woods now craig what was your first impression of when you got out there on to the field on quail ridge i couldn't help but like the rolling hills i wasn't expecting how i mean it's not like huge hills but they're like very gentle rolling hills and the habitat is perfect absolutely perfect so much wire grass um the briar 
numbers in the right places, little islands in the right places, um, you can feel a long-standing tradition has been happening here, and the land is so well taken care of, has been for so long, that you just feel it. You just feel it. Agreed. And Very those well rocks. Said. The yes. rocks that, that, like, nowhere else in the area has these, you know, rock outcrops. I don't know if they're rock sand is turned into rocks, but you can get up on them and look down through the woods. It's it's one of a kind. Yeah. Big line, they're kind of limestone outcroppings. Uh it's something you you kind of take for granted seeing it every day growing up around there so it's you know it becomes i don't know it becomes natural you know especially if you work there and you're seeing it all the time you you kind of you can you can get into the pattern of just looking past the beauty sometimes but you know i still find myself just like standing on a hillside and kind of zoning out and just like watching the wind in the trees and everything and you know the especially early morning just the light hitting the dew on the wire grass it's a pretty you know i I don't i don't realize it enough but it's a pretty magical place it's easy to do that on that property just lose yourself looking out over the over the hills well said caleb it was also his he had been he uh so we trained atlas on part of the this property so caleb had seen some of the property never seen the rocks the rocks is awesome yeah (laughs) definitely my favorite part of the property yeah just because it's so different than anything else around here yeah um so so we started that morning well the the, at least the hunting portion of that morning at the rocks because i just wanted to you know everybody to see that part because some of the 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 girls were leaving early and they were only going to be there for a couple hours so we started there and we had kind of um this was like obviously this was sort of a planned hunt Mm -hmm. so we we sort of released a few birds we knew where the birds were and we sort of divided up we started out some of us knew where the birds were yeah Yeah. (laughs) three of us (laughs) so we started out groups of three so we had we had six hunters total Everyone had their own dogs. I think I brought three dogs. Shane brought three dogs. I brought four. Yep. Uh, I brought two. Yep. Jace yeah. brought two. 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 And Craig brought Poppy. So there are plenty of dogs. Got yeah. Yeah. Soon to be two, maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll talk about that at the end. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, um, I think Sam, Jace, and Caleb started out. Yeah. And they yeah. first brace of the day. They kind of moseyed around and and found found the first some birds covey, we put out first some co- birds we didn't yeah. put out actually the first cover we found we uh, did not put we out. didn't put out no. yeah. so uh, there were there were plenty of extra birds found that yeah. that sunday i'm telling you we probably saw three times at least the easily of birds that we put easily out three day. times yeah yeah and so we had so we basically they they hunted for maybe 30 ish 45 minutes and then Shane, Craig, and I did the same thing. We we found two coveys, and then we kind of met back up at the Jeeps. Um, the original three hunted again some more, and then we decided uh, that the next time we went out, we'd split up into groups of two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Sam took the girls back to the lodge. Um, we met him back at a at a meeting place. And we kind of 
we decided off, yeah we yeah. decided who who should go with who and uh Caleb and Jace went together cuz they were they were longtime friends uh Sam and Craig paired up um they both they both had young dogs they wanted to run cuz we're the best we didn't want to embarrass anybody <laughs> else so they just said we got better beers than everybody else yeah, you guys go <laughs> Shane and Aubrey and I paired up because uh we're the best looking <laughs> Oh. And uh, she had the. I don't know if I can picture. disagree with that. <laughs> she, I, I agree. She had the camera, so <laughs> so she got two models. To, yeah, man. So uh, Caleb, talk about you and you and Jace's portion of that day. Yeah. Well, let's talk about our first oh, brace yeah. first. Okay, in the gallery hunt because that was special for me. But yeah. I like Caleb talking. Yeah. Atlas. I think I don't know if he had the first find on that first covey. I can't remember who. It might nah. have been Alba. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he was the seasoned dog yeah, in so, that brace. So yeah. Albo is Jace's dog, yeah. and his other dog was Briar. So yeah. Alba's, Alba's a Briar. And I just Briar, took so, out my so. Cocker Spaniel and had him at heel most yeah. of the time. And I, I let Atlas on the ground because I knew, first off, I need to get some energy <laughs> yeah. out for the rest of the day. Good call. So, uh, But he he had a couple of finds on that brace. He had a couple of And a great retrieve. Man, it just came together for him, and it was... He had a couple of fantastic finds. Oh, and I knew I needed to work on his steadiness, but, I mean. He locked it up. He locked up on that first brace. And he let us get up there. He let Caleb flush it. It was was good, man. A light switch went on for Atlas. A really opportune time for him to piece some things together. For sure. Oh, yeah. He made Caleb look good (laughs) that day. I, I will say the first brace. If I was going to pick a winner, it was yeah, Atlas. He it just was awesome. Did. He just did great. Um, but, I mean, just just getting to hunt with other people and their dogs and see how they work, it, it was just a fun day. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, I think if you're listening to this thing like, man, I thought this was about wild birds and, you know, public land and everything. We did that on Saturday. This was a big group of guys, and we specifically designed Sunday – at Quail Ridge to see each other's dogs work. They, but also, yeah. I mean, just a half out. of yeah. the dogs are a year or less yeah, old. Yeah, that's so true. we really everyone young. everyone there had a dog right around a year old. Yeah. So yeah, we're about wild birds, but this was good reps for, for our dogs yeah. and for ourselves just And it was a situation where like okay, so me and Craig me and Craig when we got together, we had Real young dogs, super green, and we were just willing. I mean, Craig was like, "Do you mind if she bumps birds?" I was like, "I'm fixing to put a dog on the ground that I know is going to bump birds." Same with Jason. I, I mean, yeah. he had Briar and I had Atlas on the ground the whole time when we. So paired walk off. us through y'all's hunt. I mean, then I mean when we when we first started, we kind of knew where we put birds that that morning, but when we got in there, I mean, at least. 25 birds got up oh my and Out of we, how many you put there? we put five there yeah <laughs> so we didn't expect that at all so i mean right off the bat we were you know yeah i think y'all had found one of the bit y'all had found one of the wild oh out for there. sure yeah um atlas it the coolest the coolest part of our when we um paired off there was Atlas, Briar, and Alba all pointed. It, it was after the initial flush when we were hunting the the singles and because yeah. they all went in different directions. Right on that first flush, 
Um, but the coolest part was all all three dogs locking up in kind of a little triangle there on that yeah. original um, covey. That was, and we we had to stop and take pictures of that, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, we put I we walked up and down that area there the entire time just finding two and three here and there it, it was awesome yeah, we, were, we were here and we were pretty close to yeah. them so we sort of we were all we were all paired off and hunting around the same area probably, probably within like, 500 yards of each other yeah, yeah we could we could see sam and craig in the yeah, distance like way across the flat yeah. of the hill and we could definitely hear all the shooting from Caleb. <laughs> they, y'all were shooting Jeez. before me and Craig shut our Jeep off. Oh, we man. just about, I mean, the dogs were already on point as we were getting guns off the Jeep. Oh, wow. We hadn't put shells in. I mean, we were we were not ready for what was about to occur. <laughs> yeah, so, so how'd y'all sign go? I guess uh, Shane and I would have taken the next two coveys if you were going through the original way we set up the course. Yeah. and. Um, Shane had two young female GSPs, uh, Peach and Ruby. Ruby. Yes. Yeah. And I had a, my young, uh, Visla Gilly out. And so we're like, you know, we're just gonna, we're just gonna see what they do. We're gonna let, let them get their work in. You know, um, I knew that Gilly was a good pointer. Yeah. Um, she's got a really intense, pretty steady point. Mm Mm-hmm can't retrieve anything you actually took her out in front of guests actually yes with yeah. with the understanding that she's yeah, yeah. these are long time guests right. but, you know she's been yeah. she's been well introduced to guns and birds and she's just she's just ready to get some more reps in mm-hmm. and you know retrieving is the next aspect of her game that i'm focusing on but she had a lot of points she had two backs while shane and i were hunting so i was really proud of that that's something that usually doesn't come till later um, Shane's dogs, um, they both had points under their belts and both of his dogs got retrieves, which that was awesome to see. Um, Gilly did not, I would not say that she got a retrieve. <laughs> she definitely went and picked up a bird and ran by us with it, but yeah, <laughs> coming to me, that's, that's not her, uh, her MO right now. But anyway, we found the first Covey, no problem. Second Covey was probably 75 yards or so from where I thought they might be. But more birds had accumulated yeah. um, in that area. They'll so, call up birds. Yeah, so They'll we probably flushed nine to ten birds at second Covey. And um, we hunted around and got a few of them before meeting up with Sam and Craig again. Yeah. So, Craig, how did y'all's go? Uh, we put Poppy down, and she was... She was just too buck wild at that time. So picked her back up, put pretty down on that first when we were all in that same area. Mm-hmm. Yep, pretty um, towels are down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Sam, go go over them real quick, and then I'll talk about uh, the pups after that. No, I want you to talk about my dogs and how great they are. <laughs> oh, I got you. So, so this is. Oh man, pretty. You know, she's a, a veteran out there, so she did a great job. Uh-huh. And this is one of the first times I've ever hunted with a English cocker at heel um, on Sam and when he tooted on that whistle and he went in for a flush went in for a flush and birds got up I I'm sold I'm sold I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get one of those little flushing dogs little pocket rocket Um, but they did a really great job there Um, and after that right before we met up with 
with you, Henry, is um, we went over to another place where birds were out um, and put down, put down Jesse and Poppy, uh, two, two little young guns. Um, and I think they, they searched, they got real birdie for a while. And then, you know, we found a pile of feathers and we're like, Oh no, the hawks came in and, and busted up this covey, which they, mm, I guess they happens. did move them. Yeah. Yeah. They, they moved them around. Um, and we ended up getting some good points out of it. Uh, Poppy had some retrieves, one, one that we shot, landed in a little swamp area and uh, went out there and, and got it out of the swamp for us. Yeah, uh, probably got a little water retrieve. Yeah, and I think the highlight is, is right before y'all pulled up, both dogs. Poppy is what I'm working on with Poppy now, that she can find a bird and, and, and hold it for me. She likes to flush with me, which I don't have a problem with. Um, when I go in, she'll want to go in there a little bit too. And I don't have too much of an issue with that. My issue I found that I need to work on with her is paying attention to another dog and honoring that other dog. Yeah, she, uh, that's tough. She, she's a German wire hair pointer, so she's a little hard-headed, you know, out of the womb. Um, but we'll figure it. We'll figure it out so we can honor some other dogs and not always want to be, you know, get in front of that dog. Yeah. Um, but the highlight of putting them down together when we ran them together was right before Henry. And uh, Shane pulled up. Both of them were basically cheek to cheek, pointing a single. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was pretty cool to see. And and we got it up. And and, and that might have been the, their tightest hold to other day because Jesse's like a neurotic twenty pound uh, <laughs> American Brittany, and she is just like a, I don't know. She just runs. As big as she, she'd just like disappear for a little bit. And you'd be like, she's well, just, she's so light on her feet. You can't yeah. hear her. And running. she's the same age as Poppy, but 22 pounds versus <laughs> how big right. is Poppy? A little under half as big. 55, 56. Yeah. So she's just this tiny little dog. But um, that was a blast. My, the highlight of that pair off for me was I got to shoot guys. I got to shoot the Stevens 555. Five, five. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let it eat. <laughs> See, that was, the, that was the low light of our next experience for me. <laughs> I had to shoot the Stevens 555. Five, five. I got to shoot that nice little vintage Winchester years, though. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty nice, isn't it? So, <laughs> so we roll up, we meet all back up. We've still got some property to see, so we get up there and Henry, like I, we were in the lead jeep, but Henry's like a single just flew across the road. You, are you going to hunt that? And everybody was kind of him hauling around. So I was like, I'm, I'll put, I put Jesse on the ground and Towser on the ground, my cocker, and I, I was going to walk out there and hunt that single, <laughs> yeah. and then. I, before I know it, there's a lot of dogs on the ground. <laughs> yeah, I, I threw out Rubo. Um, you didn't have... I didn't have any yeah, dogs. Case, Caleb, Caleb threw out Alba. Yeah, and then Cy was on the ground. Cy, yeah. Because I think Cy went on point. Yeah, Cy's the, Cy's the one that pointed the most probably eventful part of that whole day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, for me, at least. Yeah. We I look back, Cy's yeah. on point, and then... It, I don't think it was his fault. I don't think he like no. busted I think the cover. Probably, probably Jesse. Yeah. 
but these he was steady because i i mean i was in the back jeep and it was kind of back towards our jeep where he was on point we had yeah we had actually driven past this clump of uh bushes right next to the road under an oak tree and i I look back see si on point and then so we start kind of moving that direction i'm one of the closer people to him and some birds just start getting up and at first it's like a big group of like 12, 12 and then yeah. like another group of like five or six goes and, and then, then another, another group, group of like five or six and i don't know just, how many birds were there but they just kept coming out of somewhere yeah. so they, we we got i think sam and i may have shot at the same bird and we downed yeah. one and, and a, a couple other I, I know jace is a pretty good shot it was a he couldn't was, keep your gun loaded yeah. situation like there were birds flushing wild in front of us while we were trying to load yeah. and and this is right at the moment this was right at the moment where we had all gathered back up. So like all, all everyone there that day yeah. was in one group. We all had our guns. Most of us had a dog out. So there were, let's see, what, what did we, what was the dog count? I had one, uh, Jace had one, had you two. had two and Cy. So five dogs, six people, which yeah. I wouldn't recommend on Dude, normal no. scenarios, but everyone there was completely safe. We all stayed in a line we all no one shot a bird too low i didn't see any unsafe shots made and we had our and the thing that made this different too is we had already seen a lot of birds we'd already shot a lot of birds and nobody was about to endanger nobody was getting greedy or another hunter for one more bird we could watch birds fly away and we were just excited that the dog pointed and we got the flushes in. So exactly, yeah. these are all guys that enjoy the sport as a whole, not you know, killing, not bird hungry yeah. hunters that you know want to shoot everything that gets up. So it was just an awesome experience to see all those birds, chase them down the hill, get a few more up, kill a few more, miss and, a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the mark, my personally, my marksmanship was at a low well that's why i said earlier that this was another day for us (laughs) to (laughs) get some reps in as well (laughs) yeah true yeah um i I will agree with that even though most of the misses are gone from the winchester 101 a few remain as i found (laughs) out (laughs) sunday yeah i I found them (laughs) i'm I'm just gonna say it because he won't say about himself henry shoots quail very well yeah. uh jace shot extremely he well does. sam shot very and i poorly. will go back on our pairing i didn't really talk about his dogs but alba was a all-star i yeah. mean he's oh, a yeah. seasoned dog yeah he I was mean, out for that last little bit and i could tell like he was doing he was putting in a lot of the work he was definitely that's pulling the first his time, weight yeah that's the first time i've kind of seen alba without briar well, see that's really briar the, was still kind of putting things together that's the first time i've seen alba quail hunt yeah. i've only ever seen him duck hunt. that's <laughs> so, right because you, you guys yeah we went out to sapelo yeah and did a duck hunt a couple of years ago yeah that's pretty cool um, so that really reminded me of last year when we sam and i met craig shane and Darrell because that was pretty much the whole day we we had five guys five dogs on the ground and yeah. it was a very similar scenario um Craig, what did you think about that last push as a whole? Like, how how did that were you were were you ever scared that you know someone was going to make an unsafe shot or or like how did how did you feel about that? No, the I think you said it well when 
you described us and how our hunting styles are. Um, we were in a line. We were lined up. Everybody was in the safe position when birds or dogs were on point. Um, and I would I would venture to say that only about two people, three at most, would be shooting. Yeah. And the other ones would hang back, and then, you know, some birds would go to the left, and only the left side would shoot. Some would go to the right, and only the right person would shoot. Um, there was never any, you know, there was never anything where it could have got out of hand, where we all know gun safety very well, our, our muzzles. Uh, even with, I would direction. say, even with the low birds and Aubrey, yeah, with the camera, I think, Everybody was yep. mindful of her. I everybody. never got shot across, not yeah, one I time. And I would also yeah. say everybody did a really good job of kind of calling out where yeah. things were yep. and where dogs were, where people were. I think at one point Jace had kind of moved offline to, to get a dead bird. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, I was trying to make sure that everyone saw where he was. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, just everyone was very mindful. It looked, I'm sure if you could have been a fly on the wall, it looked like chaos. But I never felt that no, way. I, I, I didn't either. I didn't. Like either. it didn't get out of hand. Yeah. No, not, and, when, not when people know what they're doing. Yeah, and that's that's awesome to find that in a group of hunters because it's rare. Yeah. You know, people that grew up hunting and and have. Oh yeah, I can think of a handful of people that I would not do that with. <laughs> oh yeah, I can yeah. think of one very specific person oh, yeah. I would not do that with. But um, yeah, I mean, I've been on. Even people that I grew up with hunting, like, I'd be watching them yeah, real for close. Sure. And, you know, of course, guiding, you're always, you know, you don't know who you're around when clients come up there. Or, and so you're, you're always... I enjoyed the day just changing up the way we hunted. We'd hunt this way for a little bit and yeah. pair off, and it, it just made it... Yeah, different and it was very like field trial at the beginning yeah. with the gallery, and there was a good amount of heckling uh, from the <laughs> which from makes the it fun. Yeah, yeah, it makes those misses sting a little more <laughs> when you got an audience. And then that pair off was a really good chance to work young dogs and with no pressure, and because ev- everybody had them, everybody knew the deal, everybody yeah. was trying to accomplish the same goal of getting some birds in front of right. you know dogs that they're, we're all training. Yep. And then the end was more for us. It was just like oh, we, yeah. we put the experienced dogs down. Mm-hmm. We found a lot of birds. We it had a just, really good time. Yeah. yeah. Jesse I, got a little lock up right there oh, at the yeah. end. I was mm-hmm. pretty proud Man, of that yeah. one. Yeah. That looked good. Yep. Towser just got some insane, like, retrieving work in because he hung in. Even with all the shooting, he was, t- he was already tuned up at that point. He was. He did. He you did can great. tell when a dog like turns on mm-hmm. and he was he was full on by the end of the day he he wanted to keep going but at the end of the day we had some tired puppies and some tired hunters yeah. and a bunch of birds in the bag to uh to give to everybody i think people would be eating quail for for a while yeah. <laughs> uh, so everybody got that and man it was hard to leave it was hard to leave that group it was hard to get out of the woods it was just a bluebird day yeah. we couldn't have asked for better conditions yeah. it was just a perfect day it was it was the perfect weekend yeah that was one i mean man craig use more than one word to describe <laughs> the weekend. uh the grand finale fireworks show was 
a great way to end everything. Um, got everybody super excited about Quail Camp. Uh, Quail Camp 22 is it's going to be hard to get it on this level, but I don't I don't have any uh, any I don't have any I don't think that uh, we'll let that happen. I think that it's just going to get better from on from now on out. And right now it seems like it can't get better because I'm still thinking about it and wishing I was there. Uh, but uh, we'll do it again. And it was a lot of fun and one of the best weekends I've ever had hunting birds, wild and been raised yeah. all in one trip. It was awesome. It, Yeah, it felt like the finale but the thing is it's just the beginning yeah, just, of the season that's what i was about to say it's a <laughs> great start yeah. yeah we kicked it all hard <laughs> we got a lot of hunting to, we got to honor the the weekend with uh continuing to go hard which so plans for the immediate future i uh, don't want to jinx it but planning uh to go hunt public land the day before thanksgiving uh, Caleb with Caleb and Henry. Yeah, I should yep. be able to be. Yeah, I don't see yeah. any reason why I won't be able to come. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's the immediate plans. Uh, our woodcock opener kind of got shaken up because somebody uh. made plans. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think my house, my house is open to y'all. I'll <laughs> drop you some stands on the local WMA. Y'all just come stay in the house. Make sure you take care of Teresa's cat, and y'all just y'all just hang out. You think you think it'd be a flushing cat? Would that be a good one to, to throw in the bag? Probably. It'd be like Probably a falcon. Not. It'd kill, like, kill the birds. Exactly. Uh, it could be good. We uh, I've already like. So when I got home, I got a text to book a hunt on the eleventh. Actually, so I will be, I'll be guiding opening day of Woodcock. So. I was seriously considering taking a upland slash waterfowl trip that weekend, but I don't know if it's in the stars right now. Oh man, it in the cards, be. what have you? Um, we'll get back to you on that. Yeah, but, man. Um, hopefully, I can I can take a dog to Virginia. And Everybody go. send up good thoughts to send Henry to Virginia. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we want. Yeah. We want a good report. Yeah. From not only the Virginia marshes, but possibly maybe, the mountains. Maybe some grouse along the way if it happens. But yeah, we get some good see. scouting in for us. Good vibes. Do it, do it, do it. All right. I just bought a truck, cash. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Also, um, speaking of trips, oh, Craig here is leaving us in the dust. <laughs> He he launched Quail Camp hard, and then he's off to Kansas. Yeah, me and my best friend, uh, Michael, we're heading to Kansas Friday morning, hopefully make it Friday night. We're going to hunt ducks in the morning for three days and upland in the afternoon for three days. Oh, man, that's, um, that sounds awesome. But, Craig, I thought I was your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, well, Craig. Well, God. <laughs> nah. Maybe maybe we'll invite Michael into this little uh, quail camp. It's uh, closed. Group. It's a closed group. <laughs> oh, well, all right. It's Bye. clearly open. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I I hope everybody else is opening. I don't know if anybody's opening day could have 
could have matched yeah. that weekend. But if it did, if you're sitting there thinking like, ah, my opening day was better, let us know. We'd like to hear about how it can get better. <laughs> um, I'm sure you could go find even more birds on more public land. The I guess it could be a general. Land. Yeah, the most public <laughs> land. Um, so you could do that. But, guys, I'm just excited that the season's finally here. Uh, I wanted to do a mic'd up episode for the, I had planned on doing a mic'd up episode for the quail opener to take you guys out in the field with us. But to be honest, it was such a awesome weekend. I didn't want to interrupt the flow by having an agenda to, to create a podcast or anything like that. I really just wanted to enjoy my friends, my dogs, their dogs, and the time we were having. I actually was so caught up in the weekend i took one picture yeah of craig on the back of his tr- <laughs> no i took two pictures one of the cable gang uh all the dogs on the cable gang at um river creek and then one of craig yeah. leaning against his truck and and that was it that's all i'm pretty sure i took four maybe five pictures i, I yeah. took one picture but in the that's how you know it's a good weekend oh yeah, yeah. Thankfully, we had somebody there taking pictures of all of us, or uh, there wouldn't have been any pictures yeah. of this event, hardly. So, um, and I would have had uh, Jace and Shane on, but currently, right now, our my podcasting technology only really allows for like one caller in at a time. And since Craig had so graciously extended an invitation to his quota hunt. Um, I thought that I'd have him on and let him talk about Poppy and his coveted, coveted Stevens. <laughs> Stevens 55E. Okay, everybody go out and get one. 28 gauge. 28 gauge. 28 gauge. There were three. Over and under. What are the chokes in that? Uh, I've got modified and improved. It comes with all five. It comes uh, with a set of five. Oh, it was tight. Screw in chokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you can change them out. Um, I like to keep them, keep them a little bit tighter for the first shot, a little bit more open for the second shot, or vice versa. I can't remember. Yeah. I just shoot a bird. And that gun's clean. I think the E must stand for immaculate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just lifestyle. That's just lifestyle. <laughs> Could stand for egregious. <laughs> um, erratic. <laughs> All right, so that that's something else you could post on. Is that get at, at Craig Banger on Instagram and just tell him what the E stands for. <laughs> and see it's five five five. E. Just, drop, just drop him a little uh, little at Craig Banger. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, man. So I'm looking forward to hunting with this group more this season. We're at about an hour. Um, I did hunt just quick update on Frankenbelt, who we've just kind of mentioned casually uh up to this point. It did go on its first full day hunt. Uh testing's not done. You know, maybe I'll maybe we'll go on one more big public land hunt and I'll let you guys know all about Frankenbelt and what it all means and how to piece it together. Uh, I think right now Henry's Henry ran a vest. Yeah. Yeah. Henry was looking classy for quail yeah, camp too, man. Like a throwback, <laughs> like a throwback. Yeah. Had to bust out the the uh, 
give a give a little shout shout out to my to my granddad's uh what it what it's not really a fedora what 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 would that be considered packer hat packer hat yeah like a crushable packer hat i don't know it's like a mix i don't know what oh, i call it it's just what my granddad always wore quail hunting so yeah. i figured you know it's way less douchey than a fedora it's <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know way less <laughs> no 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 um it, i will say um that quail camp did take me back to the days of me growing up riding in the bottom of a a, a hunting buggy when my dad and Henry's dad uh, were running field trials. The, the Quail Ridge used to have a guide field trial in the spring, and uh, I I grew up doing that every yeah, year. Would, Sam and I would get out. We would be pulled out of school to go yeah, attend that. It was amazing. And I had my, my three-year-old daughter uh, was able to be there that morning, and uh, she enjoyed it. She got to do all the things I did, play with shotgun shell holes and dogs and hey man that's what we're that's what we're all about is yeah. passing it on to the next yeah. generation and for some reason yelling go caleb <laughs> yes so i had I my own personal cheerleader <laughs> yes yeah, she was caleb let's go <laughs> <laughs> and so uh yeah um that was special and feeding all the dogs pine straw yeah she oh. really wanted them dogs to <laughs> eat pine straw the best thing she did to me was when you you guys were hunting for the second time in the party of three I, I took a piece of wire grass and stuck it in my mouth um, like buckwheat. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she saw it, got down off the Jeep, grabbed a piece of pine straw, and stuck it in her mouth. <laughs> nice. Nice. She had a blast. But by that, the second time I went out, she was saying, Daddy, take me back to Quail Ridge. <laughs> she meant she wanted to go to the lodge. She, she was done. She was done. But – uh Man, I I can't stop talking about. At some point, we will have to stop talking about <laughs> Quail Camp. Um, Not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just gotta we gotta top it somehow, yeah. and I don't think that's gonna happen for a while. But yeah. nope, we will definitely try. Yep. So um, we'll see you guys out there. We'll be back hopefully next week yeah. with some. Maybe Craig some more can stuff. join us uh, with a recap of his Kansas hunt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, are you going yeah. this weekend? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm leaving Friday morning. Okay, yeah. So we I'm would be we would like to hear a report on Kansas if you can come back and join us next week. Definitely, definitely. You should drive down here and be on the show live, though. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh, sure. That's <laughs> probably you know we got better video, uh, not video. Uh, what is it? Sound quality, better sound quality if I'm live and in in person. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, if you have a minute, please uh, leave us a review or a comment on whatever uh, platform you listen to podcasts on. It it kind of helps us out. And uh, feel free to give us some feedback on Instagram. You can reach out to me at Everyman Upland. Um, if there's something you guys want to talk about, I will say. Uh, you guys responded really well to the top five gear episode. So if that's kind of more content you want to hear more about gear, the gear that we use or, or anything like that, let us know. We're, we're very open to, to letting you guys in on, on what you want to hear about. So we'll see you next week. Uh, it's been Everyman Upland Podcast. See you guys later.